0: Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know
1: I'm a bad girl. I want. Say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl. Get
2: what
0: I want. If in the light, mm-hmm. nobody can touch me. You know I'm a
1: bad girl. Y'all know I'm a bad girl. <laughs> That's why y'all love me. That's why y'all are glad I got extended to two hours a night bringing all my badness to all y'all. Glad to have you here with me on tonight's Andrea Acacia. we got much to get to. We're going to give you the latest on what's happened in the subway shooting in New York City. We've got Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners going to be here because, of course, uh, the, the... This is the way it always is the case. You know, anytime there's any kind of, of, uh, you know, what they call gun violence these days, anything that happens with a gun and they got to start thinking of different ways that they can snatch your guns from you. So we're going to have Michael Schwartz here to talk about that. We've got breaking news happening with inflation that continues to grow. So, so much to get into tonight. And I'm glad to have you guys here with me for the ride. 888-344-1170 is our live hotline here on the AK Show. And you can also uh, message us at our new Twitter account. I think it's good to have like one place. I get so many different messages at so many different locations that we set up this new Twitter account. Hopefully you got some Twitter and it's at AK Show San Diego. Uh, before I go further, the man who is forced to message with me all day long, even before I come in here, <laughs> is the man, the myth, the legend. It's DJ Taterskins.
0: Yesterday, I met in this very room with DJ Potato DJ Potato Skins.
2: I mean, Andrea, if you're going to talk about legends, the mm. only legend I know of is the legendary... Uh, installment of Joe Biden because he's gone international, baby. Oh,
1: he has. And we've got a clip to share with y'all. Later. Um, before I go any further, I got to give a shout out to my ladies today from Navajo Republican women's groups. It's always an honor. Anytime anybody invites me to speak, especially when they invite me back, I told them today, it's almost like, what? Did y'all make a mistake? Did you forget I was there? Did you listen to the speech? (laughs) Did did you hear me the last time I was there? Good grief. Y'all invited me back. Have you you learned nothing? Um, but it's just awesome to be around such amazing patriot women who are so active. And it's just a lesson that we just got to, we got to continue to put the pedal to the metal. And I just want to give a shout out to them. And if you're listening, all y'all today, love you so much. Thank you for putting up with me today okay so um, I was trying to stay while I was there trying to stay engaged and enjoy the ladies with me while also staying uh, abreast of what was happening in this subway shooter this was a premeditated attack seems as though the authorities of, from the police commissioner and the mayor Eric Adams can't decide whether or not to investigate it as, as as a terror attack I think we need to revisit what it means to for something to be an act of terrorism this guy donned a gas mask went in there with a smoke canister he had um, you know a I think multiple guns um, a couple of which jammed Uh, he shot 29 people miraculously none of them died unless unless he was so I, I don't even know how that happened in such a confined space with armed with so much weaponry that he didn't take the life of anybody what a blessing. Uh, Thank you. Uh, We're we're grateful and we send that thank you up to the Lord for that. However, people were terrorized today in this subway. And of course, even as hours went by and they were only referring to a suspect who was five foot five and rotund, I knew it wasn't a white person and I knew that it in no way could be because, you know, within an hour, if they were able to find and locate everybody to the extent that they did and really quickly outside the Capitol on January 6th, you know, with all the surveillance cameras and everything that went on that if they knew that he was five foot five and they knew what he looked like, they knew who he was. Okay. So as the hours went by and and the time was ticking, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. They're doing everything they can to try to lay this at MAGA, try to blame this on Trump.
2: Got nothing this time. They got,
1: well, we knew, I knew that it had to have been a person of color. Right. And especially since you don't, you're not hearing it, if you listen to a radio report anywhere in San Diego or in it, it, that's the only place I listen to radio here, you're not hearing the color of this individual in the news report. That tells you who it was, because let me tell you, if there was any way that they could lay this at the feet of what Mayorkas or was it d- Department of Homeland Security just recently said that the greatest threat to, to white d- supremacy is white supremacy. If they remember, uh, they, and they do this every time. This goes back to the Aurora shooters, right? They tried to claim that the guy who shot up the Aurora movie theater was a tea party guy when it wasn't. While bodies were still bleeding out in Boston, because pressure cookers were involved, they were sure it was some white, some you know rednecks out of the South because they're the only ones that use them pressure cookers, right? And yeah, we do use pressure cookers down there. So, uh, you know, I knew that as time went on, clearly they were not looking for a white supremacist. They were not looking for somebody in a MAGA hat. And as it turns out, sure enough, the suspect that they know of, I guess he's still on the loose. He's not really from New York City, although that his social media accounts have shown him uh, to be somebody who has been very critical of the mayor interestingly enough, since the mayor is a person of color, he's an African American man, and so is the suspect here. It's interesting. Gee, they've got, they've got to give extra security detail to the mayor up there, and not to protect him against some white supremacist or some militia group. Remember we talked to Julie Kelly last night about the FBI and their entrapment plans to try to trump up and manufacture some kidnapping plot so that they can continue to further the lie that the greatest domestic terror threat that the United States faces is a a bunch of white militia they even went was it the virginia governor's race to where they had a bus that they put a bunch of um phony uh, republican supporters in front of the bus and tried to cl- try to make it seem as though this republican had all these white supremacist supporters and they were fake
2: yeah and, and Andrew, i just thought of this on the fly if he wasn't a fan of of the of the mayor Uh, this goes back to that, you know, normalization. Hey, you're not a fan of our, of our politics. There must, there's probably going to be violence.
1: Right. And well, in this case, we don't really know ultimately what his motivations was. I mean, I guess, I guess his complaints against the mayor, his complaints against mental health practices or whatever's going on. I'm
2: just surprised that angle wasn't already brought up.
1: Right. I think that, and I think that the fact that angles are being carefully covered is because they're trying to cover up what the real angle was. Because you know that if, if they if there's any way that they we know that the entire game plan, whether it's at the state and local level, whether it's at the federal level, whether it's in the White House, the Democrat Party, whether it's the FBI, the DOJ. If there's any way that they can twist the narrative to make it be about 75 million Trump supporters, MAGA being the party of domestic terrorism, and it's all about white supremacy, if there's any way that they can lay it there. Look what Whitmer did right after these people were acquitted. She comes and says, we got to do something, like you just said, normalizing against violence. They're liars. Everything that they push is a lie. And right now, I'm surprised they even allowed this guy's social media accounts to stay up. They didn't scrub it. Oh, right? Right. So um, it's interesting he hasn't been found yet. Um, I don't—for me— One, I don't really care what the motivation is. I don't believe in hate crimes legislation. One of the things they said was, well, it's not an act of terror, because the group of people that he he shot up were not one block of individuals. So I guess this is somehow no less of an act of terror on a group of people that will probably never be able to ride a subway, uh, you know, train again without shaking and quivering. Yeah, if they, I've heard if they can all day, do that,
2: and you know what, it, it's it's moronic. It was definitely terrorism.
1: It's terrorism, just like the Sarnayev brothers when they blew up those pressure cookers, and they had been at these these Chechenian camps, a part of the you know I can't remember now the it's tied to Islamic terror, but it's not really. It's they're Chechenian. They have this this um, particular ideology over there um, that's considered an act of terror, even though it was not one group. Of people that they blew up with their pressure cookers. This is clearly what I consider to be an act of terror. I don't have to have one group of people all match either in ethnicity, either in skin color or in gender or whatever to Every consider it Absolutely. I mean, if you saw this, it was absolutely horrendous absolutely horrendous. But you know what? It it wasn't, it, it, we don't just have people being terrorized and like what went down in the subway today. You think about the crime wave happening all across this country. And it's not, the problem is not white supremacists. The problem is not militias. What we have is in Santa Monica today. Did you hear this? There's, they've stopped delivering mail in Santa Monica because police, um, police, um, postal carriers are getting attacked. And can't deliver the mail. And let me tell you, if you're not familiar with Southern California, Santa Monica is high end. That's high rent. They may have some rent controlled apartments, but that is an elitist area with really high end property. And if a mailman can't even deliver there, it, that just goes to show that's an example of how the crime wave we've got across this country is in all these Democrat run areas, skyrocketing everywhere. We're not hearing about we're not hearing that postal carriers can't deliver mail in uh, Tallahassee, Florida, are we? I haven't heard of it. No, we're not hearing that the murder rate in um, Tampa, Florida, has gone up 40% like we're hearing in Philadelphia, like we're hearing in New Orleans. We're not hearing of um, all the carjackings like we're hearing in New Orleans. We're not hearing that down by way of West Palm Beach, are we? No, we're not hearing that. We've got a crime wave across this country. And it's all due, and, it, and the problem is not white supremacists, and the problem is not malicious. The problem is the Democrat Party. And what they want to do, at the same time that their policies are creating terrorism across this sure, country... It's by design. Well, yeah, and, and, and at the same time, they want to come for our guns. Just yesterday, even before this subway attack, Joe Biden comes out with his uh, with his speech that we've got to end gun violence, and we don't talk about cars that way. We've got to end car violence when somebody murders somebody with, with a car, right? And we got to ban Ghost guns. Most people don't even know what a ghost gun is. That's how irrelevant they are. And then today, after this, bodies, people were still bleeding, people still being taken into the hospital when they're immediately going. To gun control and yammering about gun control. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in the expert on all things related to gun control. It's Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners. He'll be here to give his perspective on that. And we'd love to hear your perspective. 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer San Diego.
2: Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Did y'all know that we've got a 24-hour hotline that y'all can call with all kinds of ideas, topic suggestions? You can even consider it your rant line, right? You can rant at us here because we love a good rant. Just keep it, uh, just, just keep it, keep it, uh no cuss words right you know keep keep it clean okay 8448145227 you can uh, tweet us at akshow san diego and of course we are streaming live right now on the answersandiego.com before we bring in and uh, michael Schwartz from san diego county gun owners to talk about uh, the reaction to today's subway shooting with gun control talk, as well as yesterday, Biden's announcement on the ghost guns. We got to give a rest in peace to Gilbert Gottfried. Were you a fan of his skins? I was a
2: huge fan of his work. He was a great character actor. One of my the favorite pieces that he did for me was when he played iago in disney's aladdin it was just i thought it was one of the most underrated roles in the movie
1: yeah so that was that was i think the last probably animated movie i've ever seen i'm not big on the animation so uh but i thought he was hilarious he was was he also the duck the the, the voice the, of the insurance duck the yeah. insurance duck yeah so um we're not going to remember the name of that because they're not paying to advertise exactly, here exactly that's why i didn't say it all right so oh uh, okay so speaking of ghost not a good segue not good um, but ghost guns, do you all even know what a ghost gun is? Yesterday, Joe Biden did a whole press conference on it. And here uh, to discuss it with us is Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners, who, as I said it before, knows everything that there is and therefore can tell you everything you need to know about guns and gun, uh, gun laws as well as gun safety. And uh, Michael Schwartz joins me now. Hey, Michael Schwartz, thanks for being here.
3: You bet. Thanks for having me.
1: Before we talk ghost guns, um, you know another shooting today uh, that's being referred to as gun violence. We got to end this gun violence. I come up from the south, went to school with boys that rolled up with trucks with loaded gun racks in the back. I never, none of those guns ever hopped off the rack and came into the school and started shooting anybody up. Guns don't do that, do they?
3: No, they don't do that. And it, it was really bizarre. I mean, extremely tragic what happened on the on the subway. And I saw some video and. There's not a whole lot of information uh, as far as exactly what's going on but it, it this is a pretty extreme thing this guy was mm-hmm. uh dressed he had a, a gas mask on and he had explosives and he uh uh I, I, who knows what is going on this this seems like it was some some to me it, it it appears that it has a lot of the characteristics of being some kind of you know truly uh um you know, uh, some kind of of uh, terrorism. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if it was international. You know, this guy could have just been off his rocker. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this wasn't just a, you know, a, a, some kind of dispute or a mugging or something like that. This was this was a huge incident. Right. And it could have been much worse. It, it could have been much worse. But I got to tell you, it could have been stopped a lot sooner if anyone on that subway had been armed and trained yes. and le- legally carrying a firearm, and not one person was able to defend themselves.
1: Well, I was on uh, a Black News Channel a couple months ago, and after a woman was carjacked in New Orleans by somebody that had been arrested for carjacking 14 times prior, and she said, The only thing that saved me was that I decided to go. And get a gun and I got a concealed carry uh, permit. And when I brought that up on Black News Channel, they're like, uh, Andrea seems to think that the solution to gun violence is more guns. And I'm like, yeah, how about that? Am I wrong, Michael Schwartz? How many how many how come there's never any? We know that there's story after story of people like that who save their lives and the lives of others through uh, properly being pro- owning and pro- being properly trained on on a gun. Right.
3: So a number of people in academia, which means they're not, this isn't like a political think tank. Um, these, are, these are actually people uh, you know, studying criminal justice, the, the science of criminal justice. And uh, have, they've done studies to show that a defensive gun use, which is, that, that's what it's called. Whenever when someone uses a gun defensively, um, it's called a defensive gun use, DGU, between two and three million times per year in the United States Someone defends themselves. Someone stops a violent attack uh, because they were armed with a firearm. Wow. Now that wow. that doesn't mean they actually have to pull the trigger. That doesn't mean that they've actually you know defended themselves uh, you know with uh, lethal force. Sometimes it's just the presence of a mm-hmm. firearm or just having a firearm. But between two and mi- uh, two and three million times wow. per year, that's a staggering number. Mm -hmm. You know, and it would probably be a lot more if not for states like California and states like New York and states like uh, Illinois that have extremely restrictive gun laws that prevent people from carrying a firearm for self-defense.
1: Well, you not only know all the the rules, the laws, the regulations and all that, you know how to use a firearm. And, and, And I feel kind of squeamish asking this question. But what's your theory for why he was so bad at it today? I'm grateful, Michael Schwartz, that nobody lost their life. But this was close quarters. He had multiple weapons on him, shot 33 times, and nobody died. Is that just luck? I I mean, I'm I'm confused. Help me out here.
3: Yeah, it's. I mean, there's a a number of things. You know, first off, it's it's not easy shooting shooting a, a firearm. It's not. You know, it's easy to pull a trigger. It's easy to learn the basics but it's not easy to, to, to actually shoot a firearm accurately. And it's really not easy to kill somebody in the reality. I mean, no matter who you are, um, whether you're defending your, your life or whether you're, you know, uh, or other, it's not, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, so, you know, adrenaline's pumping, this guy's doing something extremely crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. people are running around that sort of thing. There, there's, there's a, a million different factors as to, um, you know, why, uh, uh, why it, it wasn't more, thank God, why it wasn't a more lethal incident. It could have been. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you even see, you know, the police officers get a fair amount of training um, and, and you see um, regularly if they, when they're defending themselves, they'll empty an entire magazine, yeah. you know, 15 rounds from a Glock and, you know, not, not hit, you know, the, the, the person that happens all the time. So it's not unusual. Um, You know, that's why we always emphasize training. Mm -hmm. Our, Our San Diego County gun owners is a, um, big proponent of, of, of for training and not just training as far as marksmanship, but how to use your gun and your and your mindset and you know all, all the things that, that that are very very important.
1: Well, I'm glad that nobody lost their life. I didn't know if there was just that he freaked out and just started spraying or and, and wasn't really targeting somebody. Lots of reasons. I want to play a clip of Joe Biden yesterday talking about ghost guns, and then get your expertise in response.
0: Yeah. As you work to get prices under control and reduce the costs for families. Look.
1: Wrong clip. Clip number 3. No, yeah, wrong
0: clip. Here we go. My bad. And today I'm announcing several initial steps my administration is taking to curb this epidemic of gun violence. Much more need be done, but the first first want to rein in the proliferation of so-called ghost guns. These are guns that are homemade, built from a kit and include directions on how to finish the firearm. You can go buy the kit They have no serial numbers. So when they show up at a crime scene, they can't be traced. And the buyers aren't required to pass a background check to buy the kit to make the gun. Consequently, anyone, anyone from a criminal to a terrorist can buy this kit as little as 30 minutes put together a weapon. You know, I want to see these kits treated as firearms under the Gun Control Act which is going to require that the seller and manufacturers make the key parts with serial numbers and run background checks on the buyers when they walk in to buy that package. The, action we're going to, the second action we're going to take, back in 2000, the year 2000, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms released a report on its investigations of firearms trafficking in America. The report was a pivotal value. It was an important tool for policymakers when I was in the Senate and beyond at all levels to stop firearms from being illegally diverted into dangerous hands. Today, with online sales and ghost guns, times and trafficking methods have changed and we have to adjust. We also have to ask the Justice Department to release a new annual report.
1: This report uh, so, um, he as he was like slurring the last part of that, I'm not even exactly what sh- what his point was about the ATF, but let's talk about these ghost guns. Why are they all of a sudden making making a huge issue of something that is is really very irrelevant?
3: Well, there's so there's a huge lot to cover on on this. You know, first off, it's important to understand what a ghost gun is because he's conflating two different um, issues or two different subjects. A ghost gun is simply any firearm that doesn't have a serial number. Uh, it may not have a serial number because it was uh, it never had a serial number. It was home manufactured. It was never intended for commercial use, therefore a serial number isn't necessary or, or, or required by law. It may not have a serial number because a criminal illegally removed the serial number. Um, but a ghost gun—it's almost a pejorative term mm-hmm. for for a firearm that has has no uh, has no serial number. What he's really talking about are home manufactured firearms. And uh, it's it's if you know if you if you home manufacture if you make a firearm at home, which Americans have been able to do since before there was America. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's no, we've been doing that since before 1776. Um, if you home manufacture a firearm, it's for your own personal use. It's 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 a, like a hobbyist would do this. Um, it's not easy to do. You can't just you know decide to do it one day and by the end of the day you have a firearm. That's not how it works. Um, it's actually fairly complicated. Guns are not, you know, uh, you know, easy to make. Um, and it's never intended for someone to, to, you know, this isn't somebody that's doing it commercially. You can't go make a, a firearm every day and sell it for a profit without being a, a licensed, uh, dealer. You know, if you decide, Hey, I'm going to do this for a living, I you, you have to get a, uh, you have to be federally regulated. You have to be a dealer. Mm-hmm. You have to do, go through a jump through a bunch of hoops commercially. So in essence, what they're doing, so ghost guns, though, that sounds scary, right? That's one of their scary terms. It's a, it's a marketing term really for, for gun control. Um, so home manufactured firearms, that's not nearly as scary. It doesn't fall off the tongue nearly as much. So they're, what they're really talking about is home manufactured guns and that's what they're going after. You know, his, there's a lot of reasons to, to, uh, to that they're, that they've chosen this. Um, you know, number one, um, it's, it's, you know, his popularity has plunged. He, he's, he is, and that's just among Democrats. Yeah. Um, the Biden administration is doing a horrible job. So what they're, they they have not kept any of their promises. They're, they're bleeding support. It's the hemorrhaging support. It's, it's horrible. Um, so they're latching onto anything they could possibly get a hold of to to try to you know uh, basically uh, fire up their base yeah and ghost guns that's an easy thing to do mm-hmm. you know it's not they're not really affecting any any um, uh, uh, any kind of public policy that's going to prevent crime. In fact, there have been a number of studies that show that uh, serializing guns and uh, tracking them et etc doesn't prevent crime at all. Um, including California. In California, every firearm has to be serialized. You have to have a serial number on every single firearm, uh, no matter what. And they've done study after study that shows it doesn't do anything to prevent crime in any way. No, of course but not. The Bi- but the Biden administration has to do something. Um, you know, the other thing is that the, the, the focus, like, for example, the, the, the San Diego Police Department actually put together... a a group um, that is going after home manufactured firearms. Um, And what happens if you focus on something? Well, you're gonna find more of it. So they've seen that the numbers have spiked. They've taken a number of uh, uh, home manufactured firearms out of the hands of criminals. And it is never legal for a criminal to have a firearm. Whether they home manufacture it, whether they steal it, whether they buy it, whatever, it's not legal. Right. So if they've decided, hey, this is a problem. Criminals are making firearms. So we're going to go after it. And so they're finding more and more, which right. is good. We don't want dangerous criminals.
1: Right. Well, let me interrupt here. Yeah. I mean, it. it yeah, you're you're going to go you're going to um, go search a bunch of criminals and you're going to find guns. Right. Well, doesn't that point to the fact that gun control doesn't stop bad guys from getting guns because they're not supposed to have any gun, whether they're ghost guns or anything else. I mean, gun control doesn't work. This guy probably had no right to carry that gun into a subway. You know, it probably didn't even have a serial on it. There's not been one mass shooting that we've had or one murder or whatever that would have been that involved a firearm that would have been stopped. Had there been one additional gun control law thrown at the situation, whether it's San Bernardino, whether it's Major Nadal Hassan, it doesn't matter. Uh, what it is. We got to take a break. Michael Schwartz is going to stick over with us and uh, we're going to shift gears a little bit because I'm going to ask him the the sheriff's race and we're going to have Michael come back on a regular basis because this is a really important race coming up and uh, we're going to ask him a couple questions about that because it's kind of controversial and it's a really important race here in San Diego. So you're going to want to come back. 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Andrea Kay bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to the Andrea K show 888-344-1170. Coming up a little bit later in our next segment, um, it it's funny but it's kind of not funny the way Joe Biden is being so openly mocked around the world today. With a video that's gone viral, we're going to talk about that next. And and we're going to giggle, but then we're also going to talk about how serious it is for us. But now we're going to continue our discussion with Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners. And we're going to have him back next week to continue this discussion because it bears uh, thought for more than one segment. One of the things that became clear during COVID is how important our local law enforcement agencies are to us in terms of protecting us against tyranny. And that involves the sheriff's department as well as the police department. So there's a lot of focus on the race for sheriff in San Diego County, and it's become controversial. Michael Schwartz. Um, you've got a lot to say about this. What is your i I, I want to be respectful here in terms of b- both parties running for office. I had John Hemmerling on my show. He's the Republican party endorsed candidate last week, and he says he is verily pro second amendment in that he's only been doing these um gun violence restraining orders because it's a part of his job. What say you?
3: Yeah, that's totally untrue. You know, everybody says they're pro-Second Amendment when they're running for office, right? Hillary Clinton says she was pro-Second Amendment when she was running for office. And when I uh, spoke with Hammerling, he told us that gun violence restraining orders were good for gun owners. It's simply not true. First off, gun violence restraining orders are extremely, extremely uh, uh, anti-gun. Uh, the whole purpose of a gun violence restraining order is to lower the bar of of for law enforcement so that they can take guns away from people who haven't been committed who haven't been convicted of uh, committing a crime. Um, so I've gotten calls from people who need attorneys because they posted a meme on Facebook and their coworkers decided they didn't like it. So they called the cops and the cops came and took all their guns over a meme on Facebook. Uh, accusations from uh, from uh, roommates, accusations from ex-spouses got people arrested and their guns were taken away because of these gun violence restraining orders. Now the reason that Hemerling, uh first off, uh, the reason that Hammerling can't hide behind, you know, hey, I was just doing my job is because it was he was he's a high ranking person in the city uh, attorney's office. Mm-hmm. He's basically Mara Elliott's right hand person. It was his decision to uh, start spreading these gun violence restraining orders to other people to other districts. Um, he took that role on and aggressively went after it. He actually gave a speech at a Brady organization. Uh, rally. I mean, you know, for for someone to say, "Hey, they're they're pro gun," and they were a, a you know a, a main speaker at an anti gun group, simply untrue. And now he's trying to say, "Oh, gee, the only I was I was simply doing what I was told. I didn't really believe in these gun violence training orders. It's not true. We have him on record saying uh, that he thinks they're great. They're great for gun owners. That they they protect gun owners' rights. And that's simply not true. The other part of it is when he's talking about CCWs. Um, which are, you know, carry carry permits. Mm -hmm. San Diego County Gun Owners is the organization that was responsible for for getting CCWs in San Diego. We've been working on this thing when no one else cared about it. And, you know, it's 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 solely our our victory here. Um, We know a whole lot about the process. We know a whole lot about, you know, how it came about. He has no idea. I've talked to him at length. I've finally helped him change some of his uh, some of what he's saying, but he's doing a bunch of political uh, double speak. He's trying to make people believe that he's going to get rid of the good cause requirement Mm -hmm. in order to get your CCW, which is simply not true. And oh, by the way, how do you know it's not true?
1: Let me let me ask you this question. Um, First first of all, going back to the to the gun violence restraining orders, uh, you know, I my understanding was, is that there had to be a legal court process taking place that just not on the basis of a meme and a complaint. Could could the police show up and take your guns?
3: Uh, Actually, no, the entire point of a gun violence restraining order is that they come and take your guns and then you go to court. Okay, that's the whole point of the gun violence restraining order. So you have accusations with with very with no proof and very little evidence, just that he said she said. Mm. And next thing you know, you're spending fifteen thousand dollars on an attorney to get your guns back, standing in front of a judge. And I have example after example of this, and these are people that were. uh, This is Hammerling's office. This is he's the prosecutor. So it's not like this is out of his hands and he had no control of it. This was all under him. These are people in San Diego who are being hurt by these gun violence restraining orders. Plus, he's taken these gun violence restraining orders. They were intended to be a red flag law. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, Yeah, because you know, this was were- these
1: all came about because of this shoot up in Texas, right? At the Walmart in Texas. That's when I first started hearing about these red flag laws. And, and Florida as well started coming up with these red flag laws, I think after Parkland. Um, so that, that's not good for, for, for gun owners. You, you shouldn't be considered, no, you shouldn't be considered guilty until proven innocent when it comes to your ability to keep a firearm. Um, on the good cause thing, I thought that, you know, the, I thought what he shared here on the show, and I think maybe what I need to do is, you know, maybe have y'all both on and, and maybe, maybe even do a debate with y'all on it. Um, because we, not, I would do that would all you? day long. Well, let's, let's, Absolutely. let's set that up for next
3: week, that, but he won't do it with me because he knows he's wrong and he knows he doesn't understand what he's talking about. So the good cause requirement, they leave, they leave it up to the sheriff on what they accept as good cause. Okay. But you mm-hmm. still have to have good cause and he's leading people to believe that you he's just going to throw that completely away. So when I called him out on that and explained it to him, he's now changed it a little bit. But basically, um, he's not the, the good cause policy. Once he's in, in office, if he, let's say he wins, some miracle happens and he wins and he's sheriff, it's not going to change. We already fixed it. Nobody's getting turned down due to good cause anymore in San Diego, he, so he can't really, really fix it. So now he's trying to say he's he's made claims that there's corruption. But he he does. No, he's not telling us, well, who's corrupt and in what way are they corrupt? He's saying he's going to have less paperwork to get your CCW. Okay, which piece of paper are you going to take away? Well, he doesn't know. He's never you know, while we were fixing the good cause issue and while we were making sure that San Diegans could have CCWs, he's out there gun grabbing. So he doesn't know what he's talking about in any way.
1: Well, what we need to do is I need to have you guys back next week. We're going to spend more time than we've got to give it tonight. And I really want to go deep in this. And I also want to, not just on on the gun standpoint, but... Um, also on the fact that and and I know that this isn't in your in your domain necessarily, but part of my my concern with sheriff races as well is mm-hmm. the that the enforcers of, you know, COVID tyrannies that are that it, it also concern with that. And then I texted you also about the sheriff thing about the safety and custody stuff. But mainly I want I want to I want to clear this up because I am I want the best person to to get this job as sheriff. And, and I gotta tell you, Michael, when you come back next week, you're gonna have an uphill battle. I'm gonna put Hemerling to the test, but I'm, you're gonna have an uphill battle getting me to support a Democrat because Democrats can also say whatever they wanna say to get elected. And I can, well, I'm old enough to remember exactly we right. had, when we had lands down here in San Diego as a, as a police chief say, we can get, we can, Republican said, we can disarm San Diegans in 10 years. Get every gun. That was a Republican. So I, quite frankly, I'm yep. from the Show me State when it comes to the Second Amendment stuff. I want to I want to get to the bottom of what the real deal is on both sides and I'm going to hold you to it my dear you're going to come back next week and I'm going to try to get a debate set up and we're going to hash it out here you, I'm
3: I get, happy to do it, but that's why we endorsed Kelly Martinez. She's got 33 years of, of history to show, and I've been working with her for two years on this CCW thing. I don't believe what she says. I believe what she's done. Well, so we're I, gonna, I'm happy to have that debate. Absolutely.
1: All right. Well, we're going to have you back then, and I'm going to do my best to set it up. Michael Schwartz, San Diego County Excellent. gun owners, thank you for being here. Quickly, before we take a break, i got to go to the phones. Frank from San Diego. Um, is, is Frank on the line, ready to, to come on? Hey, Andrea. Um, Well, hey, Frank. What's up, my dear? How you,
0: how you doing? I love hearing your voice. Thank you. um, What's on your mind? uh, I just, uh, I just want to bring up, you know, this gentleman, I don't know him, Mm -hmm. but let's talk about guns. Let's talk about the girl who got shot in San Francisco Pier in 2017, walking with her father Mm -hmm. by a five time illegal alien. And the gun was found out to be from Eric Holder's Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. yeah. and no one ever talks about that. You know, let's let let's talk about taking American citizens' guns away, but illegal aliens is fine.
1: Well, not yeah. Not only do illegal illegal aliens get guns and come, they they're bringing them across with the cartels and the MS-13 gangs, and a lot of the guns those MS-13 gangs and these drug runners and human traffickers are using came from the Obama administration in Fast and Furious and and I'm old enough to remember when Eric Holder got found uh, in uh, contempt of court uh, and I think or it might have been even been obstruction of justice or something because he you know he refused to disclose the truth about Fast and Furious we had Brian Terry I think it was a border patrol agent who was killed and um meanwhile and then also another element of that story um, is the fact that that guy who shot Kate Steinle um, was uh, on uh, w- wasn't handed over to the immigration authorities like he was supposed to? It was it was supposed to be he just healthy. walked
0: right out of jail. Yeah,
1: he just walked right out of jail. There's just so many different ways in which they want to go after law-abiding citizens. There is not one additional gun control law that's going to stop a law-abiding citizen who's not going to murder anybody from stopping a law-abiding citizen from murdering anybody. The criminals are always going to, and there's no way to take guns from society. It's like Michael Schwartz said. This is just about pandering to to try to deflect and distract away from the Americans to make it seem like he's looking out for us so that you're not paying attention to inflation and whatever else the Biden administration is doing. Frank, I got to leave it there. Thank you for calling in. Thank you Uh so much. All right, we are the laughingstock of the world. And by we, I, I don't mean me and the andrea k show listeners or me and skins i mean we is in the united states of america we're going to talk about that when we come back 888-344-1170 this is the andrea k show on am 1170 the answer san diego
2: you're listening to somebody who tells it like it is andrea k on the answer san diego
1: welcome back to tonight's andrea k show y'all know we got a 24-hour hotline don't you 844-814-5227. 844-814-5227. In fact, uh, you know, you can always uh, drop us a line with any celebrity news. We were just debating during the break is Charlie Sheen dead or alive? I swear I so. think it was one of those things where it was
2: one of those rumors yeah. you always here every, every so often that hey, this celebrity yeah. has died. No, he's and, still alive. Right. Just and kept. I and
1: I have no idea why we disar- decided to no discuss idea. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I'm glad you're alive, Charlie. Right. Speaking of entertainment though, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in many, many, many years.
2: You didn't know Joe Biden was an international superstar. Did
1: I you? didn't know that. I didn't know that that Saudi Arabia had a had a Saudi Arabian Night Live. They have a they have a version of Saturday Night Live. I did not know this. And (laughs) I haven't watched uh, the American version of Saturday Night Live in many years. But let me tell you, they got a rival because this video went viral today. And I know videos don't translate as well on radio, but I need you to hear this. We're going
2: to play this, but look up the video if you can. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Thank you very much. Today we're going to talk about the crisis in Spain. Yeah, we're going to talk about the crisis in Africa. Yeah, Russia. Yeah, Russia. <laughs> and I want to talk about the president of Russia, Putin. Yeah, Putin. Putin, listen to me. I have very important message to you. The message is and the president of China oh he didn't finish thank you to correct me first lady (laughs) thank you very much God bless you and God
1: bless (laughs) thank you all hallelujah clap to your president clap to your president right now (laughs) That voice you heard at the end was a large black man with a really funny wig playing the role of Kamala Harris, who's whispering in him. But it was, y'all got to Google it. Um, There's so much actually that is serious about this. First of all, this was supposed to be, of course, Biden didn't get 80 million votes. But the people that actually voted for him, many Democrats actually believed that it was going to restore respect Around the world to the United States of America, there was never was there ever another government or state around the world where they mocked and did videos like this against Donald Trump? I don't nope, believe they did. I know of. No. And let me tell you, this wasn't mocking him like um uh, in a way that is, you know, just mocking his hair or, you know, bigly or, you know, Nothing China. Not slapstick funny. No, that not, not slapstick funny like the way he says China right no this is making this is telling the world and they did it in english they didn't do this in in uh, whatever uh, arabic or That's whatever how it they said i believe no it aired in english and it's and then it was very specific in the way that it mocked joe biden it showed him to be completely mentally gone no cognitive abilities, falling asleep. They, they were very specific in that they had him, um, call Kamala Harris first lady. He doesn't get any names right. He's fallen asleep all over the place. Then, of course, Kamala Harris is trying to usher him out and clap to free your president. Um, it is showing her, depicting her as being so unlikable, That's so boorish. It up, well, it, it's, it was accurate. What's that old saying that the truth is often spoken in jest? While this was funny, it was deeply accurate in the depiction of Joe Biden and the issues that he has that are cognitive and the issues on the vice president of the United States. This is the world laughing at us, the greatest, what used to be the greatest superpower in the world with the. Leader of the free world as the president of the United States with the vice president ready to step in line like LBJ did when JFK took a bullet and was assassinated, which was horrific. They didn't like Trump,
2: Andrea, but they respected him.
1: They respected Trump. And they certainly did in the Middle East. We had the Abraham Accords. We had peace in the Middle East. We had we had no co. We had all the world leaders that had the proper respect for Donald Trump. It was peace through strength because they feared him. And they mock Joe Biden. Hey, come on back. We've got hour two coming up with y'all. We've got a great story out of Florida to tell you about DeSantis. And inflation numbers are out today and is getting even uglier than that skit from Saudi Arabia. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer is San Diego.